Yivamos per Giyud Mishnaches 10.8 Ben Teshishanam Yom Echad Shabal Yivimto You have this child who's not yet bar mitzvah, but at least nine years old, who sleeps with his Yivama, meaning this fellow's older brother died, left no children, he left this wife, we'll call her Rachel, the widow, and this boy, we'll call him Shimon, sleeps with her. Va'achakach Baal Tsarasa After that, he goes and sleeps with her co-wife, meaning there was another wife that Reuven had. Reuven had two wives, not just Rachel, but also this other woman, we'll call her Sarah. So Shimon, the not yet bar mitzvah, sleeps first with Rachel, then with Sarah. So the Mishnah says, Pasal atmo. He has rendered the first woman, meaning Rachel, now forbidden to him, meaning he can never go back and marry her. Why is that the case? Because, as I said before, the act of sleeping with your sister-in-law, even when you're a minor, is treated at least rabbinically as like mimer, meaning like a partial kinyan, a partial marriage. So once he does that to the second woman as well, Sarah, so he's like partially married, if you will, to two co-wives. And since you're not allowed to do even with the other co-wife, once he's partially attached to Sarah, he never never can go back and become fully attached to Rachel. Instead, he'll have to do chalitza to both to one of them, either one of them, and the other one goes free. Rabbi Shimon Omer Lofasel. Rabbi Shimon says, no, it's not true. He hasn't messed himself up, and he could go back still and marry that first woman, Rachel. How would that work? Because again, according to Rabbi Shimon, when a minor who's at least nine years old sleeps with his Yavama, so it's not that it's just rabbinically okay and effective to do like Mimer, rather it's a suffix Madurais what happens. So either of two possibilities, either A, it is totally effective and it is Yibum, and that means Shimon is now married to Rachel, or it's totally ineffective, it does nothing. And that being the case, it's like nothing happened. So, um, so nothing. There's no 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 legal ramifications at all from Shimon sleeping with Rachel. That being the case, and Shimon sleeps with Sarah. So, on the possibility that the sleeping with the first one was effective, it means he's married to Rachel. And although sleeping with Sarah is an iser doraisa, not allowed to because she's not a yavam anymore. Now it's just Ashes Ach. It's just his ex, his late brother's ex-widow. You can't sleep with her anymore, there's no mitzvah even, but that wouldn't, if he did, well, that's a crime all to itself, that wouldn't make his first wife, Rachel, who he married through Yibam, forbidden to him. So she'd be permitted in that sense. On the other hand, if we say that it's to- the act of a minor sleeping with his Yibam is totally inconsequential with Orisa, so after sleeping with Rachel, which did nothing except with Sar, which did nothing, and therefore nothing's happened, therefore he can go back still to Rachel, the first one, and uh, do regular Yibam when he becomes a bar mitzvah. So in all events, says Rabbi Shimon, he hasn't pasal rendered her forbidden to marry him, meaning the first woman, Rachel. Next case of the Mishnah. Bentesh Hashanah Yom Echad, Shebal Yivimto, Vemes. You have a nine-year-old boy, at least nine years old, but not bar mitzvah, who um, he does sleep with his Yivama, but then he also dies. So that means that this woman now is going to fall to the third brother, Levi. Now, here we have a funny situation where on a Doraisa level, she's falling to Levi as the widow of the first brother, Reuven. But Midurabanan, they're like sort of married through like a quasi-mimer, which case she's falling to Levi as if she were the wife of Shimon. So she's falling from two directions, if you will. 
since she's flown to Shimon from two directions, excuse me, so Levi from two directions, from two brothers, um, the din is even becomes forbidden, and therefore only Chalitza is a possibility. So that being the case, since now Reuven and Shimon are both dead, and the woman Rachel is like sort of both their wives in a way, or is eligible for even through both of those two guys, at least rabbinically through for Shimon, then no Yibum, rather Cholitzes, they have to do Chalitza and they can't do Yibum. Fine. She, but she will need Chalitza. She needs Chalitza to go free, but Yibum is not allowed. Okay, third case in the Mishnah, this is a separate point here, and rather strange clause. It says, Nasa Isha Vemes, if, like in a vacuum, this boy, who's at least nine years old, but not bar mitzvah, marries a woman and then he dies, so then, Harezu Patura, that woman, the widow, is totally, um, has no obligations in terms of Yibum or Chalitza, she's free to go. She's exempt from all that. Why? Because there's no such thing as a person who's not bar mitzvah marrying a woman. So although they pretended they're married, maybe he gave a ring and they moved in together and so on, he never was a bar mitzvah. Um, and that being the case, there's no, the kedushin wasn't a kedushin, the marriage is not a marriage, and therefore there's no mitzvah at all for, you know, for Yibam.